There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. The state not happy with the joke made of the Golden Globes. We'll get to both those stories here in a bit. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Mariah Carey and Nick Cannon this morning. Yes, Nick Cannon. We just looked it up on our Facebook Live video, and he currently has 12 children. The most recent one, which was born, you said December 30th, I think. So it was kind of over that holiday break. Uh, I think it was December 14th. December 14th. Well, we're hearing that Mariah Carey, you know, she has the twins with Nick Cannon, Moroccan and Monroe. They're 11 years old and she is now seeking primary custody of those twins. We're hearing that well, she... Well, he does have his hands full. Well, and I think that's kind of what's happening here is like she's kind of put Nick Cannon on notice that he can't just like come in and out of their lives whenever he wants to when he attends to all of the other needs for his other 10 children. Yeah. And that's kind of how it is right now. She primarily has the children all the time. So the this would just be like a legal form of her having the children and having full custody of the twins. All right. So the legal status would change. Yeah. But I have seen, I mean, every now and then you'll see that he does something really over the top with the twins. Like I remember him taking them to a water park over the summer where he rented out the entire water park and had it shut down for the day. Right. And so he took the twins there. But also he had like a full camera crew recording what they were doing. Yeah, so I'm like, I know. That's the Is this your way of showing like, look, I really do hang out with these two kids. Well, there's a there's a there's a term for dads like that. Disney dads, yeah. you know, who are the, the meaning, you know, and you hear this from moms who say, you know, he's kind of not involved. He's sort of disconnected. He's, he's sort of absent from their life. But when he does occasionally flit in, uh, you know, he feels like he's got to do something over the top to make up for all the time he's not around. Yeah. And so they call him Disney dad. And that way he... He, he retains favor with his children. Yeah, because every time dad shows up, he's a big old hero. Oh, it's a party. But what's interesting is, is that Mariah is the only one of the mothers on this group that doesn't participate. Because I, I read an article with the other moms that talked about how they all live in like this it's almost like a lifestyle that they all understand that he is the dad to all of the children. And some of the women even like hang out together with the kids so that the siblings can kind of get to know each other. But that's because they, they're cool with being on the payroll. Right. 
I guess. I mean, they didn't really say that. It really felt like they feel like he loved them and that he's there for them and that no matter what, he takes care of them. And she, Mariah, is the only one that's not a part of that. Yeah, because Mariah's got her own money. She's got her own situation. Yeah. I imagine. I, mm-hmm. I would think. Uh, okay, we got some other stuff we got to cover as well. Uh, that joke that landed with a thud uh, has gotten a reaction from Whitney Houston's estate. You know, there were a handful of bombs on that show anyway. He had some funny stuff, and some weren't so funny. This was one that a lot of people kind of felt was in poor taste. And uh, we'll give you the, the reaction from Whitney Houston's estate coming up in just a bit in case you missed it. First, to check the roads, we got Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is coming. Shut it out with new windows from Universal Windows Direct. Hi, Tim. Right now, buy one window, get one free. They also do siding, roofing, and doors. Call 513-755-1800. Check out uwdsouthwestohio.com. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. All flights across the U.S. were grounded due to a failure with the FAA's computer system. Yeah. Zero flights took off, but somehow everyone's luggage still ended up in Pittsburgh. (laughs) That's right, no flights took off. It's never a good sign when you see a jumbo jet taking the I-95 to Tampa. You know, it's just... Cannabis-related emergency room visits have skyrocketed, especially among senior citizens, uh, since it became legal for recreational use. One of the reasons that they cite is older people are used to pot from when they were young, and when they try the weed that they grow today, it hits hard. It's like if the last movie you saw was starring Humphrey Bogart, and then you walked into Avatar 2. (laughs) Meanwhile, I saw that Guinness just announced that they're raising the price of a pint in Ireland. One politician suggested drinking water. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Instead, and doctors say you should be out of the hospital by Sunday. <laughs> so, we didn't spend a ton of time on the Golden Globes yesterday just because um i mean it's another it's another award show and who cares and there wasn't really anything all that exciting about it um i did think that the host uh, jared carmichael had some good material uh but there was one particular joke that landed with a thud yeah and uh yeah it just kind of surprised it just kind of shocked a lot of people we are pressed for time but they wanted me to shout out the venue that we're in. So we are here live from the hotel that killed Whitney Houston, the Beverly Hilton, uh, you guys. So uh, that's very exciting. No, just no. 
Yeah, and this is a thing, this is a topic that comes up a lot with humor and, you know, what's appropriate, what's not, and, you know, everything is supposed to be funny now and, uh, you know, you can't get offended by anything and some jokes just like, really, though? Like, was that necessary? And also, did he have to present that to, like, a room full of people and they were all like, okay, you know, or did he just say that kind of on his own? Oh, I, I, I don't. Like, you, did he you, write that? Oh, I'm sure he did. I but mean, you know some, what I'm, like, usually you, you think that just came off it. the top of his head as opposed to that being a planned joke? Yes. Yeah. I do feel that way. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. I mean. You know, there's two schools of thought when it comes to comedy and people who are offended by this, that, or the other thing, and that people are too sensitive. And so there is that culture war on that front. But uh, for one, Whitney's loved ones didn't appreciate it. Uh, her sister-in-law, Pat Houston, who is also the executor of her estate, said the Whitney Houston estate is disappointed in the joke and just, you know, they, they felt it was in poor taste. I mean, what a sad, tragic end to her life. I don't know. Why just why would you showcase it in yeah. a, at an event like that? Why would you make reference to it? But whatever. Did, did it you, just feels so not funny. Did you see the joke he made about uh, the slap from the year before with uh, Will Smith? Oh, he made that joke? I thought Eddie Murphy made a joke well, about that. Well, there were multiple. Oh, he but did. the host made one when they came back from a commercial. Oh. It was like, hey, welcome back to the Globes. And then he made a little joke about it. It was, it, it went off sort of like that. It was very like sort of like the way he just, just the way he delivered it. And I was like, ooh, yeah, he, the, the whole opening of the show was kind of odd. Um, here's how we started the show. And this is just the beginning of like this seven minute long monologue. Settle, 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 settle. People in the back, let's be a little quiet here. Everybody, let's be a little quiet here. Everyone, let's be a little quiet here. Hello. Welcome to the 80th annual Golden Globe Awards. Mm -hmm. I am your host, Gerard Carmichael. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. And I'll tell you why I'm here. I'm here because I'm black. He uh, he got into the diversity issue with the Golden Globes uh, last year's cancellation and, and how he wondered if he should take the hosting job. And it was just it was really long and it's really hard to hold their attention anyway in that room because, you know, the Golden Globes kind of has a reputation where they're drinking up a storm and it's sort of like a dinner atmosphere where they're kind of like eating and drinking while yeah, they're watching like the show the and they're yeah. yeah i mean they're having conversations with each other like they're kind of only half paying attention unless someone unless there's some big award or someone like steven spielberg goes up you know and then they're yeah then they're paying attention by that time they're already in the bag and they're like Wee! which is why you need someone up there who can really hold the room yeah his delivery is really dry mm-hmm. yeah i've i feel it i'm i, I like him but I can Seven see how that minutes, might not though, go over well. Oh, I mean, he's he's very talented, and he's 
put out some good material. I just don't know that he's ever going to be invited to this event again. <laughs> he's done. <laughs> yeah. That's a wrap for you, buddy. Right. All right, 50 Cent, he is apologizing to Megan the Stallion for not believing her when she said that Tori uh, Lanes shot her. He also made fun of her on social media. Recently, he did a radio interview where he said he was actually going to end up apologizing to Megan the Stallion because the reason he didn't believe her in the first place was because when she did an interview with Gail King, she lied about having a relationship with Tori. So mm. he felt like if she lied about that, she was probably lying about everything else. Oh. But now everyone knows because he has been convicted and has been sentenced to 50 years in jail mm. for shooting Megan the Stallion. But he sense that he's going to come out and apologize to her. Yeah, all right. Which I think, you know what, she deserves. That's nice. I mean, the right thing to do, I guess. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Uh, chain smokers were talking about the early days of their career. This is a crazy story. And uh, they admit to having more than a couple threesomes with fans. Not shocked. On the <laughs> Call Her Daddy podcast, member Alex Powell said, quote, I think we were like, what the F just happened? Because they were never planned. Uh, and it's been a long time. And it was also the days when we used to have to share hotel rooms. You know, like in Europe, they, you know, they, in these rooms, they would have the two beds and they don't even split them apart. So it's almost by force that we were, uh, found ourselves in these <laughs> scenarios. Yeah. Threesomes. But I mean, I don't know. I, I guess a lot of people probably just assume that if you're in a rock and roll band, Anything goes. That's probably the least of your antics. Yeah. I remember watching The Dirt, which is that Motley Crue oh, yeah. movie that was on Netflix where it talked about all of the things that, like, Tommy Lee and Nikki Six and the Vince guy would get into. And holy moly, they were into some pretty serious uh, shenanigans. Wow. Yeah. Putting that lightly. Mm. That being said, it's a pretty fun movie. There you go. All right. In other E! News, Prince Harry, his memoir, Spare, just came out, I think, Tuesday, and it has broke a record. 1.43 million copies has been sold in the first day. Wow. Isn't that insane? Yeah. I'm interested about this because we had some friends over for dinner and the collective vibe from everybody, there were eight of us, mm -hmm. and I just kind of listened to the conversation is that they need to shut up. Yeah, they're kind of but done The two of them... them we like them. We like all the charitable things they're doing. We understand the family wasn't necessarily fair to her, but you need to, like, just go do your cool charitable stuff now. Yeah, you and made get, your point when you went on Oprah. It, now just do your thing. Yeah, I, I think that's the thing. It's all about saturation right now with them because we had the Oprah thing happened a while ago, but then they released that Netflix docuseries that was six episodes of their life, and right. now they won't stop talking. Like, yeah. they just keep saying stuff over and over and over and over and over again. It's That's like, what I'm saying. I mean, there is such a thing as overexposure, yeah. and I feel like we're all kind of ODing on them right now. And mm -hmm. Yeah, that was the vibe in the room. I was like... That being said, though, 1.43 million copies of that book. I mean, obviously, people really want to mm -hmm. know what's up. Yeah, they yep. can't seem to get enough of it. No. Because I can. <laughs> I'm done with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Minda Kaling's animated Velma series landed on HBO Max today. Uh, so if you saw the trailer that released yesterday, you probably noticed an important Scooby-Doo character missing. And it's Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, where are you? My <laughs> 
Well, for starters, it's an origin story about Velma and the events that led to her assembling Fred, Daphne, and Norville, also known as Shaggy. So Velma started the group? Evidently. Huh. uh, Back at New York Comic Con in October, the showrunner said they wanted to separate it from the children's show since this one would have more mature elements. Because this is also the one where we find out that Velma is in a same-sex relationship too, right? Uh, Well, we did hear that, and the creators admitted that, but the main reason Scooby-Doo was not in it is because Warner Brothers Animation didn't give them permission to use Scooby. Oh. The first two episodes premiered today. New episodes will come out on Thursdays until the finale on February 9th, and as it progresses, we'll have more clarity on her... uh, situation yeah yeah all right i have two quick things one um abc just released the trailer on how meredith gray will be leaving gray's anatomy so they've released the trailer showing like on a it's, gurney it's the farewell season a huge goodbye so one of the so that kind of thing i am a little behind i like to dvr it and then watch the whole thing in one swooping motion but yeah she's definitely leaving and that's happening and other little bit of sad news, we heard that Rachel Ray, after 17 seasons, her show also may be ending. We're hearing a little bit of speculation. I got to tell you, she looks so, it. she it's, looks done with it. It is on in the other room uh, after this show. Yeah. And some, occasionally I'll watch, I'll put it on and just kind of see what's going on. It looks like they could not <laughs> give a bleep. I agree. It, she has been mailing it, and I like her food. Her recipes are very good. For 10 oh, yeah. Years. But, no, I like Rachel. She's like, Ray. yeah, we're doing a thing. My husband's here. We're reading letters. What's yeah. the letter say? It is. How do you make butter yeah. with chives in it? I don't know, honey. How do we do it? it? I don't know. It really looks like she's got her eye on the clock and can't wait to get out of there. And yeah. It's just so done with this show. But she also feels, it felt like in the beginning, everyone was on that show. Like people were popping by Rachel's house all the time yeah. to make stuff. And now, like you said, it's like her guest. People she's been booking is smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And I noticed the audiences are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And that's been a trend ever since COVID. Even today, audience members, and it's not just Rachel Ray's show, they're all sitting there in, in, in the few rows of seats they have left now, spaced far apart, all with masks on, like matching colored masks on. And nothing about that seems fun to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't want to go be in the studio audience anymore. No. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, she deserves some time off and, I don't know, go, go write a cookbook or she's, travel I mean, the world. Think about her empire that she's created, though. I mean, she has all of her own cookware and the mm-hmm. cookbooks and oh, the yeah. aprons and all the home line. I mean, she's going to be just fine if that show ends. Yeah, she doesn't need the Mm-mm. aggravation, daily aggravation. Hey, uh, that is your latest news for now. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we'll have three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake, but one of those headlines is real. And if you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to Carrie Underwood, performing March 2nd at the Heritage Bank Center. Faker for real is the name of the game, and we're going to play it straight ahead. First... Uh, Another check on the roads. We got Denise Johnson here now with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.